This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nah, just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And to help you start right now. Wow, you're woofing, huh? Yeah. You're a big dog today, huh? Big dog, man. I went to the factory outlets. I got some big dog uh, apparel. Oh, some bi- big dog T-shirts. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, t-shirt says, "If you can't, uh, if you can't run with a big dog, stay on the porch," uh, hmm. which I thought was pretty funny. What a cool tee, bro! Yeah. What a cool, cool tee. Um, and yeah, and that's all you do is you just wear. Um, and then you do a big, um, you you do a big, um, big Johnson T-shirts too, right? Yeah, liquor in the front, poker in the rear. <laughs> oof, oof, fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it's classy All stuff. Right. It's classy stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the dumbbells are getting canceled, uh, <laughs> and uh, that's why we have uh, we have sponsored. We're sponsored now by Big Johnsons, um, you know, offensive streetwear, and uh, yeah. Before we get canceled, let's let's add another uh, ship made on to go down with the ship. Yeah, all yeah. the way down. We'll welcome him in. <laughs> the so last episode. He can, he, can, can, he can go down with us. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. You know, from the podcast Family Time on Patreon, check it out. Peter Banifan. What's up, fellas? What's, What's up, up Jen? Second oh. time, second time guest. First time uh, listener. First, first time first, listener. No time listener. Second <laughs> yeah. time guest. Right. And uh, then, um, what's this I hear about immediately I'm canceled before I even say anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, so you yeah. can do anything on today's pod and, uh, and we're going to get canceled difference. regardless. I'm already canceled. Yeah. Man, yeah. I should have never came on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> now blow it up, I'm man. screwed. No, uh, so glad to be here, fellas. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, big fitness guy. We talked about boxing last time. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't talk about, um, smooth dances that, uh, if you follow yeah. Peter on Instagram, um, <laughs> you would Kill, see the smoothest, it on Instagram. <laughs> smoothest moves. They make me laugh so hard, dude. Thank That's you, been man. my favorite Instagram. You're my favorite Instagram follow, man. Yeah, you really came yeah. alive. Once things locked down, it's good seeing you create that content and some great characters and it's stuff. It's like you went stir crazy and then went. And then created the best shit I've ever seen. Ah, I love you dudes, man. Thank you. Uh, First of all, definitely you being so nice describing those moves as smooth. (laughs) I I think, come on, let's be honest. I appreciate that. That it's it's meant with corny intent, some of them, but you can you but can you're also see good. that you're he good. can dance. You can yeah. see that Peter could dance. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and, and you're definitely right. It was one of those things where I kind of just lost my mind in the first couple of months of the uh, pandemic, and then I was like, man, I got to do something to like keep myself busy and like not just be watching like today in COVID news. And uh, yes, yeah. So that's really what it was, and. um I mean, we're all actors. It's it's hard to not be able to like audition and perform, yeah. and uh, yeah. I don't know. And so, yeah, that so that just kind of helped me kind of really just keep myself busy. Yeah, I didn't even think anyone's gonna want look at the videos. I just thought I'm like just our friends are gonna just watch them, and that's really what I was doing. I just kind of just wanted like my other comedy 
people like you folks and to. But then it became them. like a thing. I mean, you you got like a bunch of followers based off of those. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, I mean, like the character stuff, um, and then also the the, the dances. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really it, it's it was really cool. It was really cool because uh, like I, I'm Iranian and I developed like a pretty you know a, 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 a decent sized Iranian uh, following just from like. Because a lot of the videos are themed, are sort of culturally yes. themed. It was cool just to connect with a lot of people from my culture because I didn't really grow up with a lot of Iranians or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, I knew some and some of my closest friends too, but like um, it was just nice to cr- like you know sort of connect with like Iranians from literally all over the world. Sure, uh, and uh, it just people have been just supportive, so it's, it's, it's been really cool. It's so interesting crazy. that people want to see. I mean, aren't you tired of all the Iranian content on TV and the <laughs> yeah. represent? It's just like there's so much of it out there. You That's, you feel like so much overrepresented. So much, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturated. Someone would say that the 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 industry is saturated with Iranian and content yeah. yeah and that's why i really had to do something very different than that no i i mean honestly that was another reason why i was like man i want to do something like because i had never really explored like culture my own culture in terms of my comedy or acting or whatever and i was sure. like, I want to do something to like let people know like hey this is my culture and like kind of i don't know just like I don't know, just put it out something that's like a little bit more positive than like what people hear in the media about fucking uranium enrichment yes. and like, you know, shit like that. And then, yeah. so that was another reason that I kind of like started doing videos. But like, again, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I was just doing it for my own, just keeping myself mentally and emotionally like healthy. So I yeah. really wasn't even thinking about who's going to watch these. Uh, yeah. It wasn't like you were trying to get, you know, but like, it's hey, crazy. I'm, I'm branding myself and putting yeah, content. I was just like, yeah, I'm just I was not having even fun. In that place. And, yeah. If anything, you were getting more specific because you knew that it was just going to be for the people that you were focused more on the comedy because it was going to be your comedy buddies than anything. Right. Right. And during that time where we're so separated, you connected with more of your people and your community is crazy. It's, it's yeah, really it's just, crazy because like everybody who like reaches out to me and stuff, like, they a lot of them like they tell me about kind of like their story and it's like pretty much identical with mine like they left their country when they were very young just like i did and then like they settled in australia and then people settled in germany and then in the uk and people settled in japan there's iranians that settled in japan and then there's people that reach out to me from france and canada and um so it's like uh, that sort of like the diaspora effect uh, was sure. really interested in seeing the same people. Like, cause it's one thing to be from Iran, but it's certainly another thing when you're like bicultural, such as myself or like, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like Eugene, he's someone like you, like, you know, you, like we, we both grew up in this culture, but also yes. had our own culture. So it's like a interesting dichotomy of like yeah. being raised here and then also being raised in your own, in, in, in your, so it's like, it was just really interesting to connect with different people, like because of that. Yeah, because what you're experiencing at home is totally different from what you're experiencing at school oh, or in yeah. the world here. Yeah, you know, and it's like you almost have to switch gears and become a different human being in Definitely. order to handle both. Um, you know, but yeah, um, the uh, did you connect with um, Iranian um, people? 
that you didn't realize were so close to you here in Los Angeles and stuff or? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there, a lot of like, um, the, uh, Iranian community here has been really, really nice to me. And like, um, just like so many people reach out to me. So that's, that's been kind of what's made, uh, connecting with people easily. Also like I've connected with like other Iranian, like artists, like Iranian, like painters, like musicians, actors. Oh, so, so that's awesome. been really cool yeah. too. And it's like, yeah. Um, a lot of really, really talented people. Um, a lot of shitty ones though, too. I, I, I see that you like really shit on, you know, the art that you just don't feel like is, you know, represents you guys. Well, <laughs> oh, I do. Mean, I know I do. I like anytime Filipino artists send shit to me, I go, Hey bro, give up because you're making us look bad. Um, yeah, I'll, the I Eugene Filipino step- takedown. <laughs> no one's safe. I take it one step farther than that. <laughs> I call in, uh, I call the police to wherever they are and say, hey, I think there's some type of disturbance here. You got to go over there oh, and then we record it and see what happens. No, I, it, it's just a crazy, like a lot of, I, when I, 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 it's so awesome when I get to also connect with people who are just like Iranian and in the industry, entertainment industry, because yeah. it's like so freaking few of us. Sure. Um, that uh, it's just really cool. Again, like it's just like connecting with people has been a really, really great fun part of it. And also like keeping me busy. But now that like things are a little different, now I'm just doing it because it's fun and it seems to, there's people that seem to enjoy it. So that kind of just make, inspires me to like just do more and, you know. That's always the best stuff. It's like when I watch it, it's just like, oh, it's like you're doing bits with me. You know, it's just like I'm with you and you're doing bits, you know, and that's yeah, that's always like the funniest, best stuff, you know, as opposed to like if you're, you know, if you read for something and book a job, then it's put through like 500 different filters. And then it's what somebody else thinks somebody else, what somebody else thinks will be funny. And then they hire you because you're funny, but then they don't let you do any of your funny stuff, you know? Yeah. Ver- which, versus like which, when you do this, it's just like straight from you. Like, oh, this is pretty funny. Watch this, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, that's shit. one thing I like about it. And it's, 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 it's low stakes because I'm just like sitting on my couch with this like <laughs> with my iPhone. So it feels low stakes and it, it, that makes it fun, you know? Like that makes it easy and fun because it's, it is what it is. And I don't try to make it anything more than it is, which is just like a grown ass man sits there and makes little one in minute videos, you know, like, yeah, yeah. so like, <laughs> but yeah, again, it's just, it's fun. And like people seem to like it and, um, anything I can do to kind of just like make people see like Iranians and Middle Eastern culture in like, in general, just like in a, in a more positive light in a, in a more like honest light, you know, like, yes. um, yeah. so I'm like, man, I'll, I'll do that because like, if there's one thing we're seeing, it's just like, like people, I feel like more than ever audiences want to see and hear diverse stories and hear yeah. and see diverse stories that they don't know anything about. Uh, you know, culture is very different from their own. And I feel like we're all like that. I feel like everybody's searching for something like that. And that's why it's cool to see things. That's why it's cool to see. I don't know. There's just a lot of like all the greatest shows right now are shows that are in some way or another are celebrating a, 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 a different group of people. Like yeah. a, yes. And, you know, in whatever that may be. Um, and uh, so that's like, that's really cool. Yeah, you're right. 
the real housewives of the OC, you know, all the best, sure, sure, highest sure. quality content out there. Uh, I, yeah, we, we're, still, we're still we're still itching for uh, your kind of story, Stanger. I mean, we've just not heard it enough. <laughs> when am I going to get my turn, guys? You know what I mean? Uh, hey, I wanted to say you mentioned painter. Um, man, you think about like like banging it out as an actor and like what a long shot that feels like. Imagine being a fucking painter. I mean, that's like <laughs> no, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, who's getting paid to do that? Really? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty pretty small. Yeah. I mean. This is why people wonder why you know, why did Van Gogh uh, cut off his ear? He sold it yeah. to eat. <laughs> the man was starving. Or he ate it. Or he ate he it. He ate yeah. it. He yeah. was starving. Was no, that's totally true. How do you like, you were like, hey, there's a very, very, very high chance this will never become successful until well I'm dead. Yeah. Yes. Because, man, yeah, art, God, art is so hard. Like, I don't ever want to let my kids pursue it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I like I, I I would, but like, man, it's such a yeah. Being there's a- that there's that Rilke book where it's letters to a young poet. This poet's writing him, and he writes back, and uh, it's just about it's good about the for the arts in general. It's all translated now, but um, see, we we can all read it. But uh, he one of them is like you have to. If you're doing this, you're gonna you're gonna get ripped apart and you're gonna get torn down and you probably won't make it. So don't do it because you can. Do it because you have to. Right. Yeah. So I yeah. guess if you know if you're paint, you gotta paint. Then you gotta you gotta paint, man. I mean that's what you know, and that hopefully that's enough. Um. Uh. So that that's kept you, Peter, pretty like mentally focused in the meantime of with everything going on and, you know, obviously things are opening up more and and you're able to be out more, but what are you doing physically? Are you still boxing and stuff or what do you, have you changed gears or take us on the journey? So how'd that look? Cause you were, you were boxing and not sparring, but at least doing focus mitts and all that stuff before and then hitting the weights. But what, what changed and what have you come back to and what have you, you know, learned or whatever? Or what are you itching to do, I guess, What are you itching to do, yeah. i tell you, so everything kind of went to shit uh, in terms of, like, my <laughs> regular uh, routine back in March, you know, 2020. So then I didn't, like, box for, like... Well, here's the thing. I was boxing, but I was just sort of, like, because I don't have a punching bag in my house. So, like, literally, I was just, like, you know, shadow boxing, doing my forms and just sort oh, of th- like, that's right. Yeah. Just sort of like, I don't know, working on my, uh, just working on combinations. And then just like that, there was really nothing more than I, that I could really do. Um, yeah. um, and then, um, in terms of like, like instead of lifting weights, I was just sort of like doing the resistant bands, doing exercise mm-hmm. with the resistant bands. And I, I never realized how many freaking exercises you could do with these things, but you could pretty much do almost everything you do at the gym. It just, for me, didn't feel the same. Like it's, it just doesn't feel the same. Um, It's, it's great. I think if you're trying to have low impact to like your joints and whatnot, but it just didn't give me that same, um, the, the, the type of resistance that I like, like it's still resistance, but not the type of resistance that like weights gives you, especially free Um, weights. And then, um, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then that, and then, so I just kind of got into that and developed a routine of just doing these, um, you know, like going on walks, going on little runs and then also doing like the resistance bands. And then 
it's only been like a month that I've been back at the gym gym actually. And um, I boxed a little bit, but I haven't really boxed much. Like I definitely haven't sparred or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just kind of like hit the bags on a, like a several occasions. And then now I'm just sort of back into like sort of my regular lifting routine, like a couple of different body parts a day. And then sort of just like transitioning to different body parts throughout the different week. And then that's pretty much it. Um, the one thing I have is is my diet. I think is much better throughout the pandemic. No, oh, really? Yeah. So you di- you got you got dialed in during the pandemic. A little bit. I mean, like my like I my cholesterol kind of went up and all this shit like that. So like I kind of like now have like significantly reduced red meat and fried foods and stuff. So wait, what happened? Like during the pandemic, you, you got loose on your diet and your cholesterol went up and yeah. then to resolve. The, okay. So how, so how did that look? You just get like, were you just eating more or just, uh, um, I think I was, well, I was exercising less, eating a yeah. lot more junk. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of sitting on my ass and just, it, again, it was just such a time where I, uh, like I was just trying to normalize Sure. life that it's like i was like whatever it takes i kind of really wasn't worried about diet wasn't worried about exercise yeah once a couple of months went by and then i was like, okay i feel like stabilized in terms of like okay this is what life looks like for now and we just got yeah. used to it and like so then i started kind of like you know trying to go back little by little to like like a more of a healthy routine healthy lifestyle and then i went in for a physical and like did blood work and stuff, and then my, my doctor's like, yeah, your cholesterol's gone up. And I was like, okay, fuck. Oh, wow. I wanna, that's cool. That yeah. That's so relatable, man. We we talked about it. Eugenie yeah. and I just were, I you know, I even kept up with the activity pretty good, but I was just straight up fucking eating more, man. Just yeah, huh? yeah sure. And just sitting more. Even if you are exercising, like I was just, I wasn't just running, I wasn't running errands and up and down and, you know, hustling around. I was just fucking sitting more. I even felt like my posture changed, like from just kind of sitting a lot, you know? I saw like my wife took a picture of me and I was like, who's that fucking guy? And it was me just like sitting hunched over, <laughs> wolfing down some snacks. And I was like, man, I got to fucking address this shit. Yeah. You got to lock it down, man. I yeah. got to lock it down. I was like, this guy's, there's a hunchback eating snacks in our house. Who the hell's that? It was me. That was the fucking twist of the whole thing. Yeah. That's like some M. Night Shyamalan shit right there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that is the M. Night Shyamalan type ending. Yeah. We find you, wander out out onto, you wander oh out onto God, a beach. Oh my God, that was me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what? an older version of me. It was me yesterday. Um, I remember back and like, it shows me like eating all the food and shit and my posture getting bad. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I did do that. That's right, dude. I, I've been watching the whole time, man. Who, um, uh, what, what did you do to get back, uh, your cholesterol on track? Did you follow anything specifically? Did you look it up or did you just kind of know that you could just focus on the right stuff and it would go down. I had an idea. I felt like it's probably like, like coming from red meat, coming from like eating like junk, like chips and like, like fries and like fried chicken and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I knew that I was like significantly eating more junk food than I had been previous to the pandemic. So I, that, sure. I just had a feeling that's probably where it is. And then like, um, you know, already my cholesterol has come down, so I feel like, okay, I'm on the right track. But I've also been exercising now, too, so it's yeah. like those two, Both. you know, they they come hand in hand pretty much to yeah. reduce that. Uh, for whatchamacallit, too, for 
uh, what is it? I feel like for blood sugar and for cholesterol both, it's just like what you eat and your exercise level. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, uh, so now I feel like I got that back in control. What I'm trying to get back in control is just like really being super consistent with the gym again and like yeah. enjoying it the same way. It feels a little bit harder coming back. Um, yeah. Why is that, do you I think? I don't know. It, it is true. It is true. It's like things that you used to be excited about. Is it just because routines have changed so much? I mean, life has just changed over the last 17 months that you're just like, is this something that I actually enjoy or like, you know, or does it feel like such a long road? What is it that feels like I, w I would think that I would be so excited to get back in there, but it doesn't have, I don't have that energy in me yet. I don't know what it is. Yeah, man, that's a good point. What the fuck is it? Is it, it's like, it's a part of me. It's almost like everything is changing and evolving so fast now. And it keeps now with like Delta variant bullshit like that. Everything feels like it keeps darting back and forth between like, it's going to start getting normal. Nope. It's going to, I wonder if like, uh, for me, a part of me is just kind of like still in that mode of like, well, things aren't back to normal. And so I guess neither is my routine, neither am I. But then it's like, at this point, we really can't wait till things to go back to normal because we don't want to know yeah. what the fuck that is. Well, yeah, what is the new normal? Yeah, or whatever. Uh, yeah, we don't know what the hell that's going to be. And uh, like, I, I felt like literally two months ago, I was thinking like, oh, okay, so new normal is little by little, everything starts to open up and everything goes back to normal. And then the Delta variant thing kind of hit. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, no, no, that's so that that new normal that I was thinking about, that's still a transitional time. Like, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I guess everything is like, I don't know. I guess all time is transitional time. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Good, yeah. good night, fellas. Whoa. Take care. Bye, Whoa. Peter. Whoa. Oh, man, he, he canceled himself because that was like godlike. Uh, um, I think, yeah, you guys are right. It's like a weird limbo. It's like yes. we're stuck in this kind of like waiting room now. And then it seemed like we were back in. And then I remember like I started going back to the gym and then it was like June 15th. We don't have to wear masks anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of exciting. And then it was like, oh, wow. And then everybody took their mask off in the gym. And I was like, cool, man, this is starting to feel like something. And then they were back on. And then you realize, wow, we weren't we weren't as far along as we thought. And yes. this is all pretty fragile and all of it can get taken away. And so it's like, how much of my picnic do I want to set up? Do I really want to fucking fluff out the whole blanket and unpack everything and put the food out? Or should I keep it kind of half packed in there? Should I fold out part of the blanket? Do I put the <laughs> umbrella up? That's a big question because I got to drive that umbrella into the ground. And so it can't I think I feel like it's mentally exhausting to be kind of half in and half out. And then, um, and then another thing I was thinking about with the gym too, is I think it takes a little like mental endurance to get used to like making the drive there, parking and getting in and doing it. And that like those muscles yeah. like atrophied a little bit. So even now, like I've been pretty good about going, but I still feel like, all right, but gear up time to leave the house. Woo. Time to woo. Like a lot of like yeah, clapping yeah. and like a lot of heavy breathing and clapping around my house and like <laughs> slapping my own face and stuff. <laughs> Sounds awful. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. you're, just, you're just hurting yourself before you get. Yeah. To the yeah. No, I, I, I hear you though. It's, uh, it feels like, well, the, for, the, definitely the process feels harder because it feels like I didn't do it for so long. And yeah, it's also, it felt like for so long, it was like, 
this is a dangerous thing, going to a public place, a place like a gym. Where, but now it's like I don't feel like unsafe there as much as like I don't feel as motivated there. I'm like, man, yeah. if I'm not motivated at the gym, where the fuck am I going to be motivated? I can't like run to the beach every day or something like that. Like, right. like yeah, man, I envy people who can like work out at the beach every day. That's a fucking dope ass place. Yeah, like, like the Ve- Muscle Beach, beach Venice. Oh, I, was even, I don't know why I was thinking about like, like running on the beach. Like, just oh, yeah. Like, yeah, but Muscle Beach, like, it, it's so hot there. I'm just like, wait, why are you, like, why are you guys working out under the sun? That yeah, and it's be. like the stuff's a little rusty from yeah. the ocean and every, and there's like guys just like doing like the robot and shit there and stuff. It's not all like people banging out workouts. You got the, yeah. the Venice people too, that it's, it's kind of fun to see. <laughs> it's like distracting. It's like I got, if somebody's doing the robot, it's hard for me to like bang out heavy chest, you know? <laughs> this is weird. There's tourists watching. There's like tourists like taking pictures of people working out. Like, yeah. um, you, you've got to be there because you want your muscles to be seen. Yes. Yeah, you put yeah. the show on for sure. Yeah, but uh, muscle. Huge. Super- you ever you ever work out there, Huge? No, no. no. Definitely, I've I've definitely gone there and taken pictures of other people working out. But yeah, never worked out there. <laughs> Peter, you sound like you have. You have? No, no. I did this. Just I, I never take pictures, but I've like walked by and be like, oh man, this guy's these guys are this guy's like literally his his face looks so red because yeah, he's li- <laughs> lifting heavy ass weight under the sun. makes perfect sense why it looks like this. Uh, yeah. I've, it feels I've, working I've lifted there. What? I've lifted there a few times. Really? You have. Yeah. I did like the full, um, I used to watch pumping iron all the time, the Schwarzenegger uh, documentary. Okay. Yeah. So like I've done the full pilgrimage and like worked out at golds in Venice and went to the firehouse that's a restaurant where they eat, where they're eating like all the eggs and ground beef and shit, all the cholesterol food. And then, uh, and then like worked out at muscle beach a couple times. Wow. Yeah. Eggs yeah. and ground beef sounds like just <laughs> <laughs> crazy. So perfect combination. Yeah. <laughs> Dark <laughs> eggs and ground beef. <laughs> they're all they're just like huge guy like 300 pound guys they're just like crushing it you know i would love if that was what our advice was to people hey man just get some eggs and ground beef and get to work you guys and then wash it down with heavy cream heavy, yeah. yeah 70 80 percent heavy cream just bite into some gruyere and go for it guys oh god Jeez. It's weird how there's these like cafes that don't seem particularly unique to like bodybuilders that become like places that bodybuilders go. Like there was a place kind of in the valley back in days I remember where it's like it was just like it was a Mexican spot. There wasn't anything particularly different about it. It wasn't like they had like some like protein meal or like some bodybuilding plate. But it was such a like place that like bo- all the bodybuilders from the gym I went to, they would always go there afterwards and eat. And it was just like, a, it was kind of like a mom and pop run shop, like El Pollo Loco type. And I was like, why did they choose this place specifically? Right. Did they, did they do <clears throat> like the accommodate? Cause I think that's what happened with firehouse was like, there just wasn't much there. And so all these guys would go there and they knew that this place, you could say, Hey, just give me four chicken breasts and I'll pay whatever the cost is. Uh, yeah. So, and now p- places are better about doing that now, but they used to not be. And so, you know, they they would like the, the gym freaks would find the place and they'd say like, Hey, you can go here and they'll do 
you know, 10 ounces of ground sirloin and, you know, charge you this or whatever. Uh, but I, okay. I, I miss that. I like, I would love to find another place like that. That kind of weird. I'm, I'm with you. Like the weirdo place that like, uh, yeah. for some reason, all the bodybuilder freaks have adopted as like their, their fuel up station. Right. And like a bunch of their meals are named after like bodybuilding. Like, <laughs> yeah. stuff. just like, yeah. I don't know, pull, yeah, the, pull down lat scramble. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just ground beef and eggs yeah <laughs> the lee priest open sandwich and you're like oh, all right i'll get that okay i'll get i'll get a couple of those yeah sure why not okay i'll take two i'll take two of those please thank you all right and to drink uh heavy cream <laughs> yeah the the dorian yate uh, heavy dorian yates heavy cream Man, I mm. have you seen? Do you watch like YouTube videos of like these like legendary bodybuilders now? They of course look, I haven't. When you look at what there was, I forgot who it was. Man, he was just like, who was one of the like the legends of? I forgot what is. He's just. What does he look like? This big shaved head black dude, Ronnie Coleman. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huge and I are obsessed with him. And then yeah. I just saw some videos of him like now and like. He's he just looks shape. so different and he looks yeah. so much smaller and just like he's beat up walks with this like f- kind of fucked up limp because of his back, I guess. And like, he's oh, had yeah. like multiple back surgeries. I'm like, it's crazy. They literally, what they go through in their body, it's kind of like it then destroys their body for the rest of their life. Kind of. Yeah. It's yeah, it's terrifying. His his is a sad story because I mean, there's no nobody ever won more, and he was so impressive. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just like ravaged his body, and like his back is so fucked up. Like he's on a walk. I mean, it, it, that's you know him walking is good. I mean, he's on a walker most of the time, or like in a wheelchair. But I mean, oh. he's still trained super hard. But yeah, he's completely like deflated now, but still somehow really lean. Um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. He's a, he's an interesting character. Yeah, there's a lot of them in like wheelchairs and stuff. I think now they're a little smarter about you know not. I mean, whatever's going on hormonally, who knows? You know, with the the steroids and the juice and all that stuff. But as far as like this, you know, compromising their spine and all that kind of stuff, I think they're better about it now. But definitely, those guys that like peak kind of eighties, nineties are really paying for it now. Definitely it's scary. <laughs> scary. Like- yeah, and it's like, he, poor guy's like, he went through all that, and he's like, it doesn't seem, yeah, yeah it doesn't seem like he's like, better for it. Yeah, it doesn't, yes. I, he, yeah. Does, he certainly doesn't seem like he like financially was compensated for what his body went through. Yeah. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. That's, and, but uh, man, that's, uh, it, it's wild. Yeah, there's a documentary about him. We, we watched that, right, Eugene? Did you watch that too? Did we watch? I don't know if I did. I did. I, yeah. And that one was, I mean, he's, you know, he seems happy somehow. He's got like a nice wife and family and kids and stuff, but that's great. Yeah. And he said, you know, makes money. He's always selling like his supplements and stuff. And you know, <laughs> but, but, I mean, it is where you're just like, geez, <laughs> was, was it worth it to have like the, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Hey man, what are you going to do? What are you hey. going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, he's, He's going to do him. You know what I mean? He's, he he, he really did it. He really did it. You know what I mean? Hey, you mean, you know what I mean? Big Rye here, interrupting the episode real quick to talk to you guys about CBD. 
everybody's talking about CBD these days. You guys have been asking us a lot about it. Talked about it a bit on the show. Athletes are using it. Celebrities are using it. Musicians, actors, moguls, you name it. Regular folk, non-regular folk, irregular folk. Everybody's using it. Why, you ask? Well, CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. And Feels, our great sponsor for today's episode, is offering you a better way to feel better. They are doing premium CBD that's delivered directly to your doorstep. Uh, Feels CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, and pain, and sleeplessness. All those things I talked about. I got into CBD because I have rheumatoid arthritis. You guys know that. Rheumatoid arthritis is a chronic condition. It's an autoimmune disease or disorder, whatever you want to call it. And I get this, uh, this joint inflammation and swelling, and my joints are always in pain. I couldn't do pain pills because I'd have to take them forever, and that's no good for my body or my mind. Um, you get addicted, starts messing with your liver, all that bad stuff. I don't want to drink the pain away. That's not good for my family or my friends um, or my liver. <laughs> So that's why CBD has been so great because CBD is, uh, it's non-addictive, doesn't make you high, doesn't make you drowsy. You don't get hungover from it. And I want the good stuff, the good stuff that I'm getting from feels. They sent me a big old, uh, a big old shipment of it to get me started on it. And, uh, I love it. You place a few drops of feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. Now, navigating the world of CBD can be difficult, can be a little bit tricky, and the folks at Feels know that. That is why they're offering you a free CBD hotline to help guide you through your discovery process. Everybody has a different dose that they need for CBD oil. Um, you got to just, you got to kind of experiment around to see what yours is. You do a few drops under the tongue like I talked about. You add more, you add less. You got to get the right dosage. And with uh, Feels' CBD hotline, they're going to help you. They're going to eliminate the guessing. So uh, they're going to guide you right through it and give you uh, the kind of instruction that you need to get the most out of your CBD experience. Uh, Feels works naturally to help you feel better. Again, there's no hangover or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every single month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. You've got nothing to lose, guys. Take advantage of the modern conveniences that are available to us. You don't have to drive to a store to get it. You don't ever have to worry about being without it. I love that chronic pain guy like myself. It's automatically coming to my house stress-free. I'm getting the deal and I don't got to worry about it. Uh, we got a great deal for you guys. I want to tell you about it right here. You got to, I want you to start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash dumbbells, and you'll get yourself 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash dumbbells to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash dumbbells for 50% off. 5-0, guys. Huge savings. Start feeling better today. I also want to talk to you guys about Bomba's socks. Woo, baby. I love them. So pleased and proud that they're a sponsor of this show because they're uh, a pair of socks that I truly love, guys. Lots of things make your workouts hard. 
extra resistance, add more speed. You're doing an extra mile if you're running. You know what should make your workouts tough, though? Your socks. That's why Bomba's performance socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. Your socks should be supporting you. you maybe you got a bully or you got some scumbag in your life that's trying to keep you down and, if, and, and prevent you from achieving your optimum level of fitness. That may be the case. And that should be what you're focusing on is overcoming that obstacle, not some annoying sock situation, a pair of quitter socks that are sagging down into your high tops and disappearing into your shoes. You don't want that. You want Bomba's technology and performance. Their socks are built different. They're not like the old socks. We all had those. Socks didn't change for a long time. They were, uh, we, we got what we got. We'd buy the big old pack. My mom would buy them for me. You just had to buy a lot of them because they would wear out so fast. They'd quit on you. They'd lose their elasticity. They'd look like garbage. They started white and ended up looking dingy yellow, like I dunked them in my green tea I drank or something, or even worse. That might be kind of good. Tea-soaked socks. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Don't take my word on that, but you can take my word on Bomba's performance socks. They've taken all the amazing innovations that make Bomba's the most comfortable so socks you've ever worn and added their special Hextech performance technology. Bomba's performance socks are stitched with special moisture wicking yarn and temperature regulating vents that allow cool air to flow in and prevent overheating. Your feet ain't going to stink. Maybe you had stinky dogs before with those, uh, those old socks that I was talking about that couldn't breathe. Not the case. If you're getting Bomba's performance socks, they have temperature regulating vents, guys. That's what I love about them. Even their no-shows. I'm a no-show sock guy. So I get the, uh, the Bomba's performance no-shows, and I get all that technology. Usually with no-shows, you're getting the bottom of the barrel, right? If socks were bad, uh, no-show socks were even worse. They weren't, put, they weren't putting any thought into those guys. Not the case with the Bombas, guys. They also look good. They're not just dingy white. You can get some bold patterns that really set you apart and uh, showcase the wild personality that I know you guys have. They also come with a pillow-like tab to save you from blisters, stay-up technology so they're not disappearing into your high tops, and a special arch-hugging system that's an extra layer of cushiony support on the bottom for the perfect amount of support. Like I said, guys, your socks should be supporting you. You've got a nemesis out there. You've got a bully that's trying to prevent you from achieving your fitness goals. Get you some Bombas performance socks that are going to support you. You deserve it. They come in all different styles for every sport with specific design features to help you optimize performance and keep you comfortable no matter what you are doing. And like all their socks, for every pair of Bombas performance socks you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need, and they've donated over 45 million pairs so far. That is some serious good deeds that Bombas is doing. I love it. Um, yeah, I, they make me feel good, and they're making somebody else feel good, and that makes me feel even better. Go to bombas.com slash dumbbells today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S, bombas.com slash dumbbells for 20% off bombas.com slash dumbbells. And now back to the episode. 
so then what are you looking forward to to kind of get you out of that kind of funk of this limbo that we're all agreeing with? Uh, we're kind of in because we don't know what's going to happen next. What is it that you feel like? Is there something that I don't like that you could kind of pinpoint where you're like, if I start doing this again, or if I could just do this, I feel like I'm going to get back on track. Is there like, you know, uh, um, kind of like a template or like just something that you're like, well, if I can get back and, you know, get on a squat rack that, you know, at a certain place, I feel like I'm going to be, or start seeing some of the same people that you used to see. I'm like, I'm thinking that like, maybe if I start going back to the gym and start seeing some of the people that I wasn't friends with, but just kind of shared the community with, and then went like, Oh, we're all kind of back. We are all trying to focus up. I can focus up now. Maybe that's what it is for me. And I'm just saying it out loud now, but uh, is there something like that for you? Man, I really think if I can just get back into consistently boxing and then doing all the things that I wanted to do in in uh, in a boxing gym, I think then that will inspire me to also sort of like be more consistent in like my weight training. I've never been yeah. a huge fan of weight training. I always did it because I loved the way it made me look. I loved the strength, you know, and it's like, you you can't, you got to. I mean, you really. Um, whether yeah. you're an athlete, whether you just want like your body to be healthy, you need to do at least some type of like weight and strength training. But it's like, so but like, you also liked, liked it aesthetically. aesthetically as definitely, well. yeah, 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 definitely. So it's like it was always a big part of my workout routine, no matter what, whether I was boxing or not. But now I think it's like it's like what when everything happened, like it sort of took my like my enthusiasm away a little bit for like yeah. that type of exercise and I feel like what I'm enthusiastic still about is boxing but I haven't been able to consistently do that I'm like okay if I can consistently do this I think I'll develop my enthusiasm in general for working out again because I know I'll be like hitting the bags and I'm like man I want to gain more strength okay I, you know I got to go and start yeah you know I feel like that will hopefully jump start that but like uh, I went to, you know, and I, and I put my membership on freeze at my boxing gym just because like for a long time I just couldn't, and, and for a long time I didn't even know if it was coming back. I was right. actually shocked that they were able to come back. So I was happy about that. But, um, uh, so yeah, so I went and like with my mask on, it just felt, you know, it felt just really it's uncomfortable, really uncomfortable, like hot and like. Um, you know, I'll put a mask, you know, I have no problem wearing a mask, but with weightlifting, anything. But when it came to like something that was like very cardiovascularly intense, I was like, man, this is really actually slowing me down. And then, um, um, I mean, it didn't help that I was wearing six masks, but no, (laughs) no, but I mean, I just had a regular surgical mask on and like, it just, yeah. And then, then another time I came back and we didn't have to wear masks and I was like, okay, that's cool. And the next yeah. time I went back, we did have to wear masks. So it's kind of like, I don't know. So that kind of fucks it up. Um, but I think everybody got the same complaint. We all in the same boat. So I feel like yeah. at this point, it's kind of do whatever I can do to keep right. myself fit and like motivated some way, somehow. Okay, everyone. This is Ryan Stanger. A uh, little information for you guys. So you know what's going on. 
We had so much fun with Peter that we're breaking this episode up into two parts. So we're going to pull the plug right now uh, and put a pin in this conversation. And then next week, you'll get the exciting conclusion to our talk with Peter Banifez. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, thank you for being you. You're wonderful people. And if you're wondering if I'm talking to you in particular, the answer is yes. Whoever's listening to this right now, this is Big Rye talking directly to you. So if you have uh, any questions for us, the Dumbbells, you can reach us at the Dumbbells across all social media platforms. Uh, questions, concerns, comments, brags, uh, you know, photos you want to share, pics or it didn't happen, any of that good stuff. Get us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any of that good stuff. We'll take a look at it. We always love to hear from you guys. If you got a question, maybe that's too big for one of those social media platforms, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Gmail.com. And uh, we'll take a look at it, maybe read it on air. Always good to get questions from you guys. Always good to answer them. Always good to uh, communicate with each other. It feels good, right? World's not so big. Uh, great. So on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Peter Benefez, who will be returning next week for the exciting conclusion, uh, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live in Between. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>